Are you ready for this? Sean Merriman, a one-hand sack. Boom, boom, boom. Out go the lights. This is Lights Out with Sean Merriman. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Lights Out podcast with me, Sean Merriman. Uh, we got a longtime friend um, for myself and MMA legend uh, known as the Iceman, Chuck Liddell, man. Um, you know, I got a opportunity to meet Chuck. We'll get into a funny story and how we met years and years ago, my rookie year at the Pro Bowl in, in Hawaii. Uh, you're going to want to listen to this one. Uh, but just all around, man, just a legend of the sport. Um, just so recognizable now that, uh, you know, he's hosting these celebrity boxing matches with uh, with Lamar Odom. He just saw him last week. Um, and he'll probably do more of that. But, man, it's, it's always good to grab a good conversation with a man here, Chuck Liddell. So here we go. Yo. What's up, dude? A lot. How you been? Good, bro. Are you back at the crib now? You in LA? Yeah, all over the place. I'm flying around. Dude, I know. I've seen that shit. How many How many days? I know you texted me before you, you got to the, uh, the the celebrity fight with Lamar Odom, right? How many days before the fight did you have to go? Oh, I, I only, for that one, I only had to be there for, I got the day before. I went I went down to the, the Florida. I went to the uh, Mayweather fight. Oh, you did? Oh, that's right. I seen you. Yeah, yeah I seen you there. What, what, do you, what do you think about that, man? Like, did, did Logan actually look halfway decent in person? Fighting? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, I mean do, do you, honestly, but do you do you think do you think a lot of this is a bunch of bullshit or or it's like they carried him? He, I mean, he was carrying him. Just, I mean, Mayweather had his way with him. I mean, he did what he wanted. You know, it was, I mean, it wasn't. But I mean, what do you expect? I mean, he's fighting a, one of the best defensive boxers of all time. I mean, guy boxed for a couple of years. I mean, he, he, he this is how he jabs. And of course, I mean, right, like Robo, yeah. He, <laughs> how does the like the the guys in the MMA community like look at that right because you see everybody talking about who's getting paid what and all oh, these are the biggest paydays in my life and I've seen Dana coming out saying certain things like oh um well why don't they announce what they're getting paid like how does the and I don't want to say real I want to say real I kind of do want to say real fighters because you know that that shit is more of a circus to me but people pay to see circuses how, how does like Real guys who really did it for a long time because when y'all started out, nobody's making jack shit. Like you know, y'all start out, so now you see guys getting paid for these circus shows. Like what? What is like the the total consensus about that? Well, I'm, I'm sure everyone, no one's real happy about it. I mean, I, I mean, a lot of the fighters aren't happy about it. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it, it's kind of a thing now. Like a lot of the, um, a lot of stuff. Like even a lot of the guys, the fighters that are making more money are because of their they're louder, they make more more noise out, out in the public than it is. But that's how it's always been. I mean, it's the guys that can bring in the the, the, the fighters that they can bring in the fans that aren't really fight fans that aren't, or they're the casual fans, or the, the guys that, that make it a must see fight. You know, you gotta oh, I gotta watch that. This guy's fighting. You know, I want every. You know, you go. It's like that's why the big Mayweather fights were with big big pay per view because everybody wanted either you wanted to see him lose, you wanted to see him win. But everybody, but everybody showed up to go watch the fights. The big parties where people don't even watch fights are there, right? You know, big view parties or something. People going to watch watching that just because it's on, you know. And those are the guys, you know, that make the more money, make more money. But you know, it's it's it is what it is. I mean, it's, but it, you know, I think the funniest thing is the fans that complain about the what the, the content, right, or the fight. I mean, that that's what you buy in. You're buying, you know, tough man contests. You're buying. You know, guys that are just that don't know how to fight fighting. 
you know, you, you watch a, a rapper fight a, a basketball player or, a, or a, you know, guys, guys that don't fight, a YouTube star fighting another YouTube star. Right. I mean, that's, that's what it is. I mean, I've been throwing some, some real fighters in there, but that, you know, that, that just makes it, they're trying to make it more of a, it's still a circus. Yeah, you, you know how, I, what I always say to kind of compare that shit to is like when you're driving on the highway and there's traffic, right? So you get up there, you're trying to find out what in the hell's going on with this traffic and you look and you see there's an accident on the opposite side of the damn freeway and you're like, hold on, why is everybody slowing down to look at that? That That's what that's what's going on out here, in my opinion. Like, it's a damn accident that you're everybody, you sit, the week of the pay-per-view, everybody's sitting up and saying, we're not going to buy it. We're not going to buy that garbage. We're not going to buy it. And then you look at it and there's 1.5 million pay-per-views. Right. right. So like no matter what people say, okay, I'm not watching that garbage. And then before you know it, they're slop- stopping down and they're looking at the damn traffic, looking at the accident on the opposite side of the highway. It has nothing. They to make do. enough noise. People are, oh, okay, I'm going to check it out. But then, you know, it's, that's, what you, that's what you're buying. You know, don't complain about uh, it, it's advertising that's going to have these, you know, like the trailer one. I mean, they're, Oh, there were too many movie things, and Snoop was getting high. And I was like, "What? Like, <laughs> do you understand? Can you repeat that statement and tell me why you're surprised?" <laughs> like, it's like, you know, it's like, it is what it is. You know, it's entertainment. I mean, it, and there's, there's a place for everything. I mean, but if you want real fights, go buy a UFC card. Go, uh, you know, go buy a, a Canelo card. You know, once well, then again, that card. I think I went. I went and watched the Canelo fight, and I think that on the main main card, the closest fight in the odds on the main card was four to one. I mean, it was like that was the closest fight. I think his was eight to one. He's an eight to one favorite. But that, but see that, but you know what? That's why MMA over the last two decades has surpassed boxing because of that bullshit right there. But what you just said is why. When you when you talk in the MMA, you're going to fight the best, right? It's very few times, especially when you get up to the UFC or shit. Hell, even Bellator at some point, you're you're going to see that much of a mismatch where a guy going to get in there just totally better, totally outclassed. You're going to get in there with a damn rookie. It's just not going to happen, and and that's what's killed boxing over those last two decades because of what you just said, in my opinion. Right, right, yeah. That, that, that's that's what I I think too, and that's one of the things. That's the hard part when you talk about people complain about the UFC and, and you know having too much control and having too much. That's one of the reasons why you see the best fighting the best because at some point they have to. Be, if you get up to that level, you're fighting. You got to fight tough guys, and they're all they're all all under one one umbrella. It makes it a lot easier to make the fights right for the fans. Right. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You know, before you came on, my uh, my producer, he asked me, he said, uh, he said, you know, Chuck, I said, yeah, me and Chuck go back a long time. And so I don't know, I don't know if you remember how we met a long time ago in Hawaii. I think that was our first time hanging out at the, oh, yeah. at the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl, yeah. At the Pro Bowl. So I, I'm at I'm at the damn pool. I'm like, you know, I don't know if it might have been my rookie year, second year. I don't I remember which year it was. It might have been 2005. And I'm sitting there. I'm at the pool drinking super, super duper Mai Tais all day. I mean, I've had like nine or ten of them things. So I'm sitting there. I'm drinking it. And th- then I go out and Lord John is hosting, I think, the club that night. So I get up there and I'm I'm having shots or whatever with Lil Johnson. Now I'm just I'm totally out of my damn wits, right? I'm I'm 
I mean, I'm, I'm first time down in Hawaii. My family's down there. I'm seeing Peyton Manning, all these stars, you, Lil John. I mean, I'm, I'm seeing this shit for the first time. So I see you. And I, by this time, I'm, I'm already on. I'm, I'm already out of here. I mean, I've, I've been drinking all day by the pool and the sun. I'm already out of here. And somewhere in my in my stupor mind, young dumb mind, I decided to come up and kind of grab you and like play around. I don't know if you remember we yep. played just playing playing yep. around in, yeah. in the middle of the club, in the middle of the club. Yep. And I don't know if you remember, but the security the security guards has circled us up and let us pumble around a little bit and play around in the middle of the damn club. Yeah, we made them very nervous. We made them very nervous. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think the security wanted to st- wanted to tell neither one of us. <laughs> no, to- <laughs> not at all. They were like, "Okay, we're just gonna see what happens." And. Uh, uh, hopefully nothing. Hopefully this stops good. <laughs> I, I just I remember falling. I remember falling down to this because I I didn't have any legs up on me at that point. I remember us falling down to the seat. It was on on the couch of the seat and just start laughing. Dude, honestly, that was probably one of the last things I remember catching a taxi back to my room. I I don't even know if I ever told you, but I I mispracticed. I mispracticed the next day. So I got I got to my room and I forget to set my alarm clock and I just pass out and I go to sleep. When I wake up, the sun is beaming in my room and I say, oh, shit. I got up and I darted out the room to practice as I'm running out to the hotel. They're walking in from practice. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, they're, they're going to send my eyes home. They're going to they're I know they're going to send me home. I'm going down. I went back down to the pool. I had me another I had me another my tie because I'm like, I'm going to have. I'm going to have with me one more before they send my ass home. And they never did because it was the last practice before the actual game. So they wouldn't they wouldn't have been able to replace me then anyway. But I still tell I still tell people today that was one of the funnest times I've ever had in my in my damn entire life. Oh, yeah. It was, it was always fun going out there. I used to go out there with Low. Low always invited me out. Oh, Low. The first, the first time I came out there, you know, he had – he had set up like I land, I land, and I'm drink. I'm trying to catch up because I know I'm pick meet meet up with drinking, right? So I'm on the plane drinking, and I, I land, and he's like, "Hey, man, I got a fight set up. It's you, and me versus uh, Pepper Johnson, and there's another person on, on the beach. It's a tag team uh, for 25 grand. I got yours. I got, I got you covered." I'm like, "What? <laughs> okay, uh, I guess I'm fighting on the beach." At least I got low with me, and I low was all American wrestler. They, I, I don't know if they knew that, but but so we went in there, got there, and then and then oh, man, you, we didn't think he was really coming. We thought you were lying. <laughs> they started laughing. We all started laughing and joking around. But like, did you did you show up? What did you show up? Yeah, I showed up. I got there. I was, I was just laying. I, was, I, was laying, I got. He called me when I was on the ground. I landed on the ground. So I just okay. I'll, I'll be there. I'm, I'm on my way. Come here. I come. Okay. So, all right. Where, where are we going? Time to go. <laughs> I guess because we're fighting on the beach, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Dude, Low Low almost got me into the same shit. He almost he almost got me to fight James Lights Out Tony. Same same deal. So Low Low in the locker room, you know. And I, I always knew Lorenzo Neal as you know fullback. You know, before I got there, just tremendous fullback, hell of a player. But I had no idea about his wrestling in in, in college. I had no idea. So and and when I got there, my rookie year, when a lot of guys started doing a rookie hazing. And stuff. I, I started to play back with Low, and I noticed. I said, "Hold on, hell!" And Low took me to the ground, and I said, "Oh shit!" You know, and that's when I found out that Low wrestled and co- I had no idea. Yeah, he's an all American. 
He was an all American. He was an all American heavyweight, man. He was, he was and that was his junior year. He didn't he didn't finish the senior year because of because of football. But yeah, I, I do, I'm trying to actually, you know, with lights out with the league. I'm trying to get more football former football players, especially if you get cut early, done, or injured or something like that, and you're not playing anymore. Like I'm not, I can't really use Greg Greg Hardy as an example, but you know he he got he had his flashes where he looked you know he looked pretty decent. Do you see more like former athletes from other sports transitioning into MMA sometime soon? Well, I mean, I, there's always that possibility. I always tell tell me, give me a guy with athletic ability, it's uh, mentally tough. You know, I'm, I I can teach him how to fight. You know, it just takes time. It's not a hard thing for a lot of those guys. Is it's like trying to cross over right in. You know, they come from. Okay, now I'm fighting. Now I'm in the UFC. Uh, not, now they're fighting top end. You know, you're coming straight from the. You know, they don't get their, their teeth wet. You know, in the lower lower leagues first. You know, they got to get a few get a few warm up fights. You know, get, give them a bring them up, bring them along. Teach, get have some time to teach them and get them get them to fight some some work their way up. Not not that not have to throw them to the wolves. You know, okay, okay, we taught you a little bit of stuff. You're a good athlete. Here, go fight these guys. Who've been fighting their whole life. No, I, and that's what I said, but that's the difference. Like I'm, um, yeah, I'm probably going to go train again in a little bit, and I'll and I'll get in there and I'll like you know get some work, man. But you know at the same time, nobody's trying to knock each other heads off, right? So I'll, I'll get you know on a Friday or Wednesday, Friday, I'll go get me three or four rounds in of you know, you know whatever, just some light work moving around. But man, it, it's a it's a different animal. It, it's a different animal, and anybody that walk in, I love to see these guys you just walking there with the chest out and you know try to be gym heroes uh, heroes. And go and get their ass, you know, knocked off because they don't understand that these guys have been doing this shit for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Doing this shit for a long time. So I try to get these guys, you know, in proper training camps, um, you know, get them, get them some amateur fights. I got two or three guys right now that's undefeated, you know, played in the NFL, amateur fights. They're 3-0 amateur. And they got a chance to be pretty good. But you got to go through that process, man. If you just get, like you said, get put in, put in there with the Wolves, you're asking for it. Right, yeah, and, and you know, and you can end, end you can end the guy early that could, might might have been good down the road, you know, that might have with a little time. You still got a little, you got some time. A lot of those guys are retired young, you know. You still got time to, to especially if they got some kind of background, some wrestling or something from their background. You know, you still got time to teach them. What's next, man? So I, I know you you had the celebrity you know referee thing. And, you know, it's funny because when I get a chance to go out with you, I see how people react when they see you and shit like that. So that, if, if I'm you, man, I would just be going to collect checks doing stuff like that because, you know, everybody know, know who you are. They see you and they love you wherever we go. Like, are you are you going to get more into doing that type of stuff or it was just kind of a, a one-off thing? Uh, we'll see. I mean, I, I got to do it with, 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 with that kind of stuff. I like appearance. I like going out and seeing fans. It's like being out there and like getting out. And, and I always liked the uh, tough man type stuff. That's always always been kind of funny and, and fun to be there with the referee. And I always let those guys get at it. And you get to talk to them, kind of convince them to keep going and do do this thing. It's it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, you know, I, I got my podcast, Icebreakers podcast I'm doing now. And then I, I do – I'm doing a few other – other things for a YouTube show thing I'm working on, but other than that, just just kind of I'll still do. I still yeah, I like doing the appearances. I, I do do a lot of them. And, you know, obviously that that kind of slowed down during the pandemic for a little bit because you know a lot of things I, I did. Caught, you know, they have that be able to have a lot of people show up to make it worth worth their while. So, but uh, now that everything's getting back started back up, I've been real busy, been traveling a lot, doing a lot of things. Cool, man. Hey, well, look, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for coming on for a minute. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, no, no doubt. Let me know when, uh, whenever you guys want to set up. 
for the uh, for your podcast. And we'll do it. All right, sounds great, man. We'll get you on there. Yeah, I'm up here in Vegas now, man. So you know, let me know. All right, sounds good. All right, bro. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks, guys, for listening to another Lights Out podcast. Me, Sean Merriman, and uh, <laughs> uh, wow, it was awesome. Look, okay, I was 21 at the damn Pro Bowl, guys. Um, I was having a good time. A lot of my ties. Uh, Lil John, Chuck Liddell, what can go uh, wrong, huh? Um, anyway, it was great times. Uh, so thank you guys for listening in to another Lights Out podcast with me, Sean Merriman. And uh, we're back again, actually, in a couple of days. Got another special guest for you guys. So keep tuning in. Keep leaving those great reviews. I appreciate you guys once again uh, for always tuning in. And um, I'm glad you guys are loving the podcast. Thank you. Thank you.